One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Mum's The Word, the parenting podcast. Where we answer the questions you want to hear about parenthood. And provide you with real, honest advice for every stage of your parenting journey. Whether you're a parent-to-be, a new mum like me, navigating those sleepless nights. Or a more experienced parent facing the challenges of raising older kids like me. We've got you covered with relatable stories, expert insights and plenty of laughs along the way. So grab your headphones, a cup of coffee or maybe something stronger. And let's get real about parenting. We're not going to be sugarcoating anything from punamis to piles. Nothing is off limits at Mum's The Word. It's a podcast for all the parents out there, our own little club. Mum's The Word. Listen wherever you get your podcast from. And hit follow so you don't miss an episode. La 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 la. So Sophie's just said that I sound awful today, so this is going to be brilliant. She's, apparently we're getting the raw version of Robin. <laughs> raw and unedited. Oh, here we go. Well, welcome back to Loose Lips. I'm, of course, Robin Richford, and I am joined by the beautifully talented. Wow, Sophie Brown. <laughs> The shock, the shock, and the intro I just gave you. What do you say? We're just Kim Kemp or whatever. So, um, not bad for a girl with no talent or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you're feeling us so well done, honey. Oh, how are you, Robin? Yeah, I'm good. I'm actually good. I'm doing all right. I'm, do you know what? I'm in. I'm in that mode at the minute where it's just working quite a lot, and I think I've gone slightly delirious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you, know, do you know when you get to a point where you're just like, what, what, what is it I'm doing again today? But no, it's good. It is good. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, right, I, I always think, oh, it, we, we record for like a couple of hours and I'm always like, that's a lot of talking. Like, I kind of have to sit in silence just for a little moment afterwards. Robin, on the other hand, has been speaking on the radio for a fucking four hours prior to this. I know, mate, honestly. I regret that you have to do You, I mean, to be fair, you, you talk for a living, but it must be uh, pretty exhausting. Yeah, it's so funny, right? So when you're at school, right, they're like, just figure out what you're good at and then go and do that. <laughs> My mum's like, you can't shut up. So let's have you talk. I'm like, brilliant. And at the time, it seemed like a great idea. But now you realise how hard it is to actually just, actually, it's not that hard, really, let's be honest. It's just, I think it's just tiring though, because like, as I said, my job where I do a bit of presenting or whatever, and if you're doing it for hours and hours and hours like it, because it is you have to you, you, I think you're not just talking you, your brain you have to like 
because you well you're a professional at it but you know like especially if you so stop I'm a professional talker oh but you but it's like I think this is why not everybody can do it but like I'm learning how to do it like when I do um like race day stuff and things like you have to yeah, yeah, like obviously the people around you and, and you have to kind of like think of the next question, but also take on board what they've said and like go with the flow and let them speak. And like, there's a lot of things to think about. Otherwise you just stand there and you're like, oh my God, I don't know what to say. There's a bit of silence yeah. or you end up cutting them off, which I hate doing. Cause I'm like, oh my God, I need to ask my next question. Da, da, da. And then you're like, oh my God, I should have given them more time. But it's a lot to think about. Thanks, Han. I appreciate you appreciating my work. You're <laughs> no but you're right though it's a skill like honestly I'll come home and my dad is like quite old school in like terms of work and he'll be really like what you wanting about you know you only work a few hours a day (laughs) you know he's like got that kind of vibe going on and actually I don't work a few hours a day can I just say I do 10 million jobs after radio but Mm. aside from that even if you were just doing it, honestly, I have no idea what it takes out of you. And like thinking of all the content and the ideas and uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. this is not a pity party at all because, you know, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Robin, shut up. But what I'm just saying is, is it can be, it can be tiring. And I'm DJing a lot at the minute now as well. Um, yeah, I'm a DJ now, so. Oh, yeah. Every time she so, says DJ, by the way, I just do a little. Um, she, yeah, she does. She mimes, she mimes DJ. In fact, you need if you haven't listened to her previous episode, you have to, because oh. I basically told Soph I was going to be DJing the ice skating. Um, so it's basically like an ice skating party, Christmas vibes and all that. And Soph's like, are you going to MC? I said, yeah, probably. And she went, are you going to be like, girl in the red jumper? <laughs> it was no so I'm not oh my it was just like that no I'm not gonna do that but I do like I do do you know what there's something to be said about learning a skill like when you're a bit older I think there's this Mm. thing where people just like assume once you kind of get to your late 20s even in your early 30s then that's it what you know is what you know and you know you can't pick up and like learn something completely new and actually with DJing that's exactly what I did and so actually I think there's something quite I don't know, fun about doing it when you're a bit older because you just think, well, if it doesn't, you know, I've lived my whole life without doing it. If it doesn't go well, does it really matter? And the answer is no. Yeah, I know. I love that. I mean, I um, I was trying to learn how to use Premiere Pro the other day uh, and I edited a podcast myself, like, and it's one that um, uh, we put out for another podcast. And I'm like, I was so proud of myself. I was like, yeah. I did that. I was able to edit it and I was just like, but the problem, uh, thing is I'll, I'll fixate on it for a bit and I'll like learn how to do it. And then I'll almost not give up. But then like, I don't know, sometimes I don't invest the amount of time needed, but. Um, it is harder. I must say it is harder to learn a skill when you're older. Like I've got a friend who learned how to speak French like yeah. when she was, well, she would have been 30 actually when she started. And I was like, I honestly could I honestly don't think I could do that now. I I know that's awful to limit yourself, but I really think that it would take a lot of commitment for me to learn a language at this point. I, there's a few things I'm terrible at and learning a language is one of them. Geography happens to be another. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I. She goes on cruises because then they just drop her off where she needs to be. <laughs> I am, I am really terrible. If you ask me where certain things are, I'm, I'm not flexing this, by the way. It's appalling and I need to sort it out. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very bad. Um, 
but languages when my school changed from it was like like changed to a languages college or something we had to learn two languages I cheated in every language test I did I did the whole folded it and put it up my skirt I had it in my pencil case I got other people to write them for me I (laughs) but if you gave me it to read out I'd be pretty good like I'd sound quite convincing I'm sure a lot of people would but like I couldn't you know I can like wing it out you know the sounds yeah yeah but um goodness gracious yeah no uh, appalling I mean I see loads of people using Duolingo and getting their streaks up <sighs> like people that have yeah been like two years in a row and I'm like but can you have you learned anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think that as well I do think that I want to know I want to meet someone that's done Duolingo I want to get them on the pod and I want them to prove to me <laughs> that yeah. they can actually speak the language because I am 90% sure they're they cannot yeah no way I tried to learn Welsh the other day actually really yeah my partner's Welsh and I have a shame I'm ashamed to say it I have picked up no Welsh except Araf which basically just means slow because it's written on every single fucking road everywhere so that's the only word I know and I am yeah I was so ashamed but we were in Wales um a couple of weeks ago and I was like you know what I should actually try do you know how hard it is to speak Welsh like oh I take my hat off to you if yeah. you can speak Welsh it's like the like double d's oh. yeah it's so I was saying to him it's a different uh, alphabet and he was like it's not it's the same alphabet but like the like the combination of letters just make different sounds so like a so dd is like th oh. <sighs> yeah I know wild <sighs> yeah not for me that um, for... <laughs> I mean they say the best way, obviously, is like um, to immerse yourself in it. So like if you went and like studied abroad or whatever, you can pick it up pretty quickly. Like when you're actually in amongst it, like it's much more difficult to go on an app and learn it or like, you know, pick up the odd word here and there. Does he speak Wales? Wales? Does he speak Welsh, <laughs> you mean Welsh? When, when he's in Wales is what I meant? Or uh, not really. Like. No, no, uh, His, they can speak Welsh, but they tend not to, it's not yeah. like their day-to-day, no, they wouldn't do it day-to-day, but mm-hmm. they, um, they, you know, they can, so they can understand it and like all the road signs and everything and all the place names, the mm-hmm. place names are what get me, oh my God, like he lives in a place near Slandigno and <laughs> honestly, I could not get this for like the I longest time. Noises, you know, like rolling your R's and things, I can't do that. So, no, you're too posh, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. That's for us northerners, it. I think. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> well, I, you know what? I can do it a little bit because, like, we have a little bit in Scotland. So, like, a lock, that's one that's, like, uh, and, like, there's, like, a word called drich, and that's one. And so, like, you kind of do a, k- 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 a little yeah. bit. Um, I won't do it too much. I honestly think it sounds disgusting. I really don't like it. And if you're listening to this in headphones, I sincerely apologise. <laughs> Does he, I mean, is he bothered if you learn it or is it more just like you want to know? If you I don't know. Want. Maybe he wants a Welsh woman now. I don't know. But I think he's, I don't think he's bothered. I think he's more just like, you should probably know that. And I'm like, yes, I probably should. Like the basics. Well, talking of yeah. your uh, partner, which we don't do very often, he had some quite strong opinions I've heard about our topic of the week yeah he did right so basically i was moaning as all uh people do (laughs) (laughs) of course course. and basically he turned around to me and said robs do you think you'll ever be happy and i went what 
He's like, do you think you'll actually ever be happy? And I was like, I think you're getting this confused. And he was like, what do you mean? And I said, well, I think I'm a happy person. Mm. And he was like, yeah, but like, like with your life and like, you know, like what you're doing and where you're at or whatever, like, do you think you'll ever be happy? And I said, that's not happiness, that's contentment. So they're different. Boom. And I dropped that and I ran out the door and I said, that's it, you're on the couch. <laughs> no, I didn't. But yeah, I and so basically we got into this whole debate about the difference between happiness and contentment. And my argument is, I think happiness is an emotion. I think you can be happy in the moment and you can have a lovely day with your friends or your family. And you're like, you know what? I'm so happy today. And sometimes it's an overwhelming happiness where you feel it, you know, everywhere. But I think that contentment is a whole different thing. And I also, and I think contentment can have like that inner kind of peace, I think comes with contentment. And I think you can also be angry and be content at the same time. So I think that like, you can be content with where you're at, with your life and your situation and what's happening. But in that moment, you just happen to be angry. Yeah. Thoughts, I mean, thoughts, so thoughts. Uh, well, Tell me you're on my side. Tell me you're on my side. Now you've hit me with it. I mean, we don't always agree to be fair, but but I would, I would agree with that. I would say happiness is an emotion, 100%. I think that that can change from minute to minute, second to second. Um, but contentment, I think, is a whole different thing. I I wouldn't say, like, I'm content. No, would you not? No. I, If I'm being completely honest, like, if I think about it, no. I, I put a lot of pressure on myself, though, which I, I probably... It'd be better if I didn't, because, like, I almost... I do think about this. I'm like, you know, am I happy and what will make me happy and what do I kind of have to do or where do I need to be? And like, don't get me wrong. I, I'm, I am happy. Like my life is amazing, honestly. And it, it, you know, there's incredible things. And, but I wouldn't say it's where I want it to be yet. And also I like, I love being single, but I am single. Like I do think that, you know, it would make a difference to share my life with someone and then eventually have a family and stuff. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I wonder if, like, we put, like, external factors, Mm. we think that they're going to bring us contentment or happiness because it's that classic thing of, like, when I earn X, (laughs) she, I swear, Soph literally just put her head on the mic like she was just head, but is it like, oh, no. deeped that so hard, like, well. (laughs) It's true, though. Like, and... Without going all hippie on it, like, you know, my dad says I'm a hippie. But without going all hippie on it, there is like, um, there is something that I actually don't know because I am, I don't, probably not ashamed to say it, but like, I'm not proud to say that I know that my contentment and happiness is still an external thing that are out with me. Mm. Like, I do think that we all have, you know, that benchmark, whether it be, you know, when I earn X amount of money, I'm going to feel contentment. And when I have, you know, you know, this car, I'm going to feel contentment. Or if I'm, you know, oh, but it'll be fine once my living situation's different. Or it might be, you know, when I have a partner, I'll feel different. And I do wonder, like, if we put, like, I don't know, like our contentment in the hands of external things. But to caveat that, I think we actually get contentment from external things. Yeah, like I think, you know, I think it would be, look, it's great to be like, you know, happiness is from within and, you know, we can, we can make ourselves happy and it doesn't have to be any external factors, but let's be realistic. Like there are so many external factors that are 
that, that impact our happiness. And like, you know, I think it's fine to admit that. I think it is. I, I totally agree. I think it is. But I do think there's a line because I think, mm. you know, like he was he was basically, what he was actually saying to me instead of Rob's, you know, or do you think you're ever going to be happy? Huh. I think what he was actually saying is like, when is enough enough? And like, when are you, is there going to be a moment like where you're actually going to be content? Which ironically, I think is mad because I think I'm actually the most content I've been in a very long time. Yeah. So like, I'm not saying I'm, I, I don't think I'm fully content. Like, like you say, am I where I want to be in certain aspects of my life? No, I'm not. But I do feel like an inner, a slight inner calmness that I haven't felt for a long time. Yeah. And I think that that's come from external factors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, similarly, like, I feel like for me personally, a lot's happened this year that's kind of like taken the wind out of my sails. But I do feel a lot better like right now. But then... <laughs> oh, why are you giggling? I was gonna no, I was gonna ask a question and I was like, I feel like this is all gonna get too deep. I was gonna be like, how often do you cry? It's a really good question, actually. And this is kind of when I realized actually when we were kind of chatting about it, like this is when I realized that I am actually probably the most content that I've been for ages. Like mm-hmm. I would say I probably cry. it actually really varies throughout different periods of my life currently I think I'm probably crying maybe like once every two weeks okay and then there's been periods of my time I'm not actually exaggerating where I've cried like three times a day yeah see I'm I'm an emotional person yeah and, and anyway I mean yeah to an extent but like I cry quite a lot like and I think that sometimes like and I it's weird I don't know like I don't know, not that that's a factor, but I was just intrigued to know because, I don't know, I feel like I can pinpoint, well, obviously, you know, the more more times I've cried in a shorter period of time, I've probably been less happy or less content. But I just feel like sometimes I can be so happy and so content and then suddenly just almost not. But then I do... Yeah, I mean, we do have obviously like... Yeah, and we also do have like hormonal things yeah. going on as women as well. Like sometimes if I lose my shit or I, you know, cry my eyes out one night and then I'm like, oh, okay, that's why the next day, you know, like, yeah. so there is obviously that. But aside from that, I would say I cry, you know, when I cry, this when I cry, I cry when I am frustrated. That's yeah. when I mostly cry. I actually don't really cry out of sadness. It's very rare that I cry out of sadness. I cry at happy things a lot. Um, but I also like the main time that I'm gonna cry is out of sheer frustration. See when I can't articulate my emotions and words and yeah. like I'm trying to get it out and I'm getting angry and I'm getting worked up, that's when I cry. And then I have to actually say to whoever I'm speaking to. Um, which you know naturally is usually your partner or you know someone close to you like your family or whoever you're taking your frustration out on I have to actually say like I'm not crying because I'm because I'm sad like just ignore the fact I'm crying sometimes I say that like just ignore that because I don't want you to just feel sorry for me I want you to listen to what I'm trying to say I'm just frustrated and I can't get it out yeah oh it's so annoying when frustrated uh, emotions get in the way of like you getting a point across or like trying to because then it almost makes you look like you're really sad about something or whatever but it's just emotions coming out yeah yeah or sometimes you just say something don't you just triggers like there was an mm. incident, <laughs> incident. <laughs> <laughs> that 
that sounds like a police report. Yeah. No, it was not an incident. I'll just like to say that. There was um I don't know, a moment um where we were driving in the car and something like just triggered something in me and I just lost it. And I was just like, not like angrily lost it, but frustrated, you know, and I just yeah. went quiet and I could just almost feel like, you know, that horrible thing where you just feel like this singular tear like come down your face and you're just yeah. like, oh no, this is not going to be good, you know. <laughs> Buckle up, guys, because I hope you have no plans for the rest of the day. Because <laughs> there's nothing getting done today. Nothing at all. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I think... It's just such a roller coaster life of emotions. And like, I think it's difficult because like happiness comes in different forms and like also kind of like different levels because you can be, you can be happy doing the most simple thing or you can be, I don't know, doing something super extravagant, like something that you've dreamed about or whatever. And I don't know, I think, I think a lot of it comes from like internal pressures that I think that's where a lot of mine comes from. Like, Sometimes I'm I'm just frustrated with myself because I'm like, there's no, you know, not even no reason, but I do the thing of like, and I, it's easy to do this. And like, obviously it does help put things into perspective, but every everything is relevant where you're like, you don't have it as bad as that person or like, you know, at least you're not this or at least you're not that. Da, 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 da. But then it's like, but everything is still relative. Like you can't take things away from yourself just because you're like, well, at least I'm not, you know. No, because then if you went with that, like benchmark then actually nothing that any of us ever go through like you know mm. I mean in this yeah side of the world would ever compare you yeah. know like so to anything so there is like a, you know there has got to be a benchmark yeah um, because you know we're you're in a country that has running water for instance you know yeah. what I mean so it's like where did you where do you kind of um I don't know I guess like where do you draw the line yeah. on that but I mean, you are right. Every now and then it is really good to give yourself perspective. And I, I saw um I saw someone actually on, on TikTok. It's <laughs> side note. You know, <laughs> you know, uh on basically on TikTok. Whenever you see anything on TikTok, I've basically read this thing that anyone will ever will say, like, oh, I read this thing or I saw this thing or oh I heard about this when really all they mean is they watched a TikTok. Anyway, side note. Yeah. I watched the TikTok, okay. <laughs> yeah it's where we're consuming all of our information as bad as it is it's, it's so true like current affairs and things i'll be like oh i saw that it, it was a fucking tiktok i know, I know. <laughs> it was a tiktok it's so true though like you want to sound so educated i read this article no it was a tiktok yeah. be honest yeah. be honest it was a tiktok i forgot the fucking tiktok now yeah well <laughs> <laughs> ah that's so annoying oh yeah I know what the TikTok was right so you know that classic saying of like how you can be grateful for what you have while still striving for what you want wow okay yeah and basically this person was like unpacking this quote right and basically kind of what they were saying was that is that actually possible because like gratitude is a feeling of I've got it and it's here and then, but if you don't feel that way, if you actually don't feel that way, I'm not talking about trying to be, you know, happy and manifestation and stuff like that. But like, if you actually in your heart, in your soul, don't feel that way, like, how is it, how is it possible? And then I, I kind of thought, well, I, the way I do it is I try and like hone in on like one of the smaller things, which yeah. would kind of go missed, you know, had you not thought about it, you know, whatever it is in your day. 
like so for instance instead of being like frustrated like when we're trying to get the house and get it all organized and blah blah blah, be frustrated that, that we can't do that I'm like grateful that I've actually got this time with my family that I wouldn't otherwise have do you know yeah. what I mean um that's what I try and do but then it's so hard because some days you're just like get me the freaking flat do you know what I yeah. mean yeah yeah I think that's the thing it's like I think I think it's very difficult some like I I say a lot as well like I want to be more present and like I, sometimes I feel like I'm always looking to the future or always looking to this or whatever and it's like well you are going to miss things and then when you look back you might sort of look back and be like oh you know yeah like that was a great time I got to spend my family did that but then when you're actually in it you don't appreciate it as much as you should have um I do think as you get older you kind of realize more things like that because when you're younger you just don't care like you think you're just invincible you think time's like you know you can have all the time in the world and all of that and then I think you start to realize that actually that's not the case um which I do think now but then it's weird that almost puts more pressure on things sometimes because you're like oh my god I've got less time now and like anything can happen and I'm just like oh my god I'd love to know like where drive comes into the equation do you know what I mean? Because I think I have always been really scared of being too content, which sounds yeah. awful. Yeah. Because I, I used to I think agree. if you were too content, you're too complacent and you're not going to drive forward and you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. I don't know if that's actually true. I don't know. I'm I'm similar though. Like I, 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 I do this a lot. And then I think like, I'm like almost looking at my friends' lives or whatever. And I'm like, you know, say they have like a very... I don't know, or someone I know, like a very sort of standard job, like they know what they're doing every day, they go in, like the turn up, da, da, da. like it's not really high paid, but like, you know, they're with their partner, they've got like a house and a dog or whatever, and like they are really happy with that. But like, I'm just like, I wouldn't be. Yeah, but they're so content, and that's the yeah. thing. Like, yeah, like, and that, good it for just them. Shows like, you. I shouldn't yeah. be like, I don't know, it's difficult. Like, I've always, there were times, like when I was younger in my career, and like, I was really, really making an effort and like my, my ambition and drive was just like, I was going for it and I was doing really well. But sometimes I used to just think, God, I just want more and more and more. And I feel like I'm always looking for that. And I don't just sort of like sit within the happiness of where I am. Not that I wasn't happy because I was having a great life, but it was just always a thing in my head. And then I'd be like, why don't I just want to do this? Like, you know, whatever job that's a lot easier and I just turn up and do my bit and then go home and chill. Yeah, I guess I guess it's just I think some people just tick different things. Like yeah. you know, like some some people get like what one person will get from a career that kind of drive for a career they get from family, yeah. and yeah. you know what I mean. Like some people just I guess have their priorities in different spaces. I guess is the is the key really, isn't it? Hello, my name is Mark Thompson, your guide aboard the Constellation Station podcast. Tune in every Monday for your weekly guide to all things going on in the skies above the UK that week. From meteor showers to comets and eclipses to supernova explosions, I will have it all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast or wherever you get your podcasts from. But until then, let's hope for some clear skies. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But I do think it's interesting. Like I do think... Like, I, I wonder where, like, happiness... Like, so, for instance, I've been at points in my life, right, where I've, like, had a really happy, like, period. So maybe, like, a happy week, you know, I've gone on holiday or uh, a weekend. But I don't know if I can be truly happy unless I'm content underneath it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm still, I'm, like, I'm still not struggling, but with the whole... I mean, happiness versus contentment. Like, I don't think I fully know what being content is. Oh, really? so. <laughs> no, was... We need a violin up in here. Can we put a violin in for these productions? <laughs> no, like I said, I'm great. Everything. <laughs> Are you sure? Do you need me to come to Manchester? Screaming in a minute. I'll start crying. Um, no. <laughs> well, I don't know what you mean though. Like, at what point do you? Yeah. How do you know contentment? I wonder. I'd love to know this if you're a parent. I wonder if you, once you have your little one and your priorities completely change, um, if you want a little one and you have, you know, you've done that. I would love to know, is that the moment where you're like, you know what, I'm content or, or do you find, cause some of my friends, it's like, yeah, I'm so content. I'm complete now. And you know, that's what's completed me because that's their priority. Um, and then other friends are like, oh, actually in a weird way, actually like just ignited my drive. Cause I was like, I need to be everything I can for this child. Yeah. Like, so it just is so interesting. The difference. I think, I don't know, I think there's something in kids, like, I think kids teach you to be more, like, in the present and happier with certain things, like, I I took my sister to um, her, I think it was her second concert on the weekend. Oh, so cute. Honestly, so I shared this video, and how happy was she, so? Like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I was going to message you because I was like, honestly, it was so, because, yeah, and I saw the picture where you were like, oh, no, you don't need a coat. And it was like tipping it down. And then it was the videos of you at the concert. I was like, oh. Honestly, she was elated. And I was just like, how lovely. And kids teach you, like, why can't you just, like, yeah. be that happy in that moment? Like there was nothing else in her brain and you're just like, and I understand it, you know, from a deeper level, like kids don't have the stresses that, you know, we all have. And I do get that. But also as well, there is something in like kind of just leaving it at the door because you for those four hours, we were in that concert, whether I liked it or not, which I did like it, by the way. But you know, what I mean, like I'd given up the four hours. So why not be totally immersed yeah. in it for the four hours? I, want, I do wonder whether then 
when you have kids, maybe you do have that second wind of like, you almost, you almost just, your happiness is their happiness. So then you do, yeah, like things like that, you just fully immerse yourself in and you almost live a kind of more happy life because you're like, but then on the flip side of that, you've got children to like um, look after and be there for and um, protect and earn money and be able to survive and feed them. And like, so uh, yeah. It's round in a circle in a way, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm already realizing I said at the beginning, which was about the external factors like, Oh, you know, a partner or a family or whatever. But then actually there's, there's many stresses with each of these things. It's not then necessarily that you're going to be happy or content. No, not necessarily. I mean, I've met single friends that are way more happy and content than yeah. friends that have been in a relationship for 10 years, you know? Yeah. So it's not, it's not necessarily that. I think it's more just your kind of state within whatever is happening maybe I do think as well there's um there is like a I guess a natural thing that goes on in the sense of like you know people say oh you chase pleasure but what they mean is like you tra- chase and tra- trying to like fill your life with stuff that's going to make you happy whatever that means yeah. and so it get, like sometimes I think I can fall into the trap of being like oh you know I'm not content at the minute you know things aren't moving or you know whatever it might be and then I I kind of fall into the trap okay great well I'll just go out with my girls and it'll be fine and the odd time absolutely it will be but you keep doing that for like six weeks and you realize like this is not going to be the answer actually I should do the to-do list that would help (laughs) you know (laughs) like why am I keep chasing things that are there to give me this like high of happiness when actually what I should be doing is attacking what needs to be done in order to bring the contentment I don't know it's interesting yeah so we have some more facts and figures well this is just a basically if you google how to be happy there's wow seven billion results wow if you google that's wild I know that's the amount of people on earth if you google how to be content there's 18 million so it's a fraction of the amount of, of, of the amount but but that's because I think happiness is kind of like the, the the word that everyone goes to like I don't think people really talk about being content or what that is or what that looks like no I know what you mean and I think sometimes you can get it I guess confused like I also do think there is a bit of a generational thing happening here as well because I do think like our parents generation I think like in terms of like the range of emotions that they had I mean, they obviously experienced all the emotions that we experienced, of course, because they're human. But what I mean is, is like the ones they kind of identified, it was a bit more like, why are you sad? Mm. You know, like, rather than like, whereas nowadays we'd be like, are you all right? Are you feeling a bit anxious? Are you feeling this? Are you feeling, you know, we just add, we've added more range, I think. Yeah, that's true. I've just, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by this. I've just Googled happiness versus contentment. And like literally the top thing that comes up is like, while happiness is typically characterized by a more intense and fleeing emotion, contentment is a longer lasting, stable sense of peace and satisfaction. So to be fair, it almost feels like, like when you're younger, like the contentment is, is potentially coming like in the future, because really it sounds like more of a thing when you're more settled down and like more, I don't know, like you've experienced more life. Yeah, I know what you mean. And then you can find like an inner peace in it. Yeah. I do think, yeah, there's definitely, there is definitely something. When I feel content, I think it's like a peace. It doesn't yeah. happen often, I'm ashamed to say. But whenever I have, like there's been certain moments in my life. I This is where I'm like, oh, it must be attached to whatever it is that you're kind of like driving towards or desire. I remember the very first time that I got 
my very first TV job on ITV mm. and I'd worked towards it for like years and I remember thinking to myself from whenever I got the job to when I actually started the job um that for me was the longest time in my life and only time in my life that I can actually think of being truly content yeah it's that's so interesting but then it doesn't last that long well it lasted long it lasted a few months like I remember going away with the girls we went to Ibiza and I just was like, for the first time ever, I it was almost as if I just let go and allowed myself to be in the moment and allowed myself to be happy and like enjoy the holiday because it was like some messed up way I felt like I deserved it more. Yeah, I get that. Like if I look back to times in my life, like funny enough, like a not a similar thing, but like to do with a job. But when I left my job in Cheltenham, well, in Sirencester, and that was like my first job and then I was moving to Manchester, Like I was so, so excited. And I just, I remember they gave me like gardening leave for a month. So I was on paid leave from that job for a month. I went to Vegas for my 21st birthday and I was like gearing up to go to Manchester. And I I just feel like that time in my life was like, and weirdly, I remember when I was 22, which was the year after that, I just remember 22 was a really good year because I was doing really well for my age in my job and I was just having loads of fun. But then I was going out a lot and stuff like that. So really, I I don't know. It's just, it's interesting when you look back. But there's like those little pockets of time where you're like, oh. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's probably the key for both like happiness and contentment. Like nothing's a kind of like finite thing. You know what I mean? Like it's happiness is probably a little, you know, faster, more fleeting. And then contentment probably lasts a little bit longer, but still like you need to almost keep moving. You need like the cogs to keep turning and whatever it is that's keeping you content you need them to keep moving in order to keep the contentment I think I think once that stops Mm. then it's harder to to kind of like keep it going who knows so maybe we'll be sitting here in in five years time and we'll be very content maybe you'll have triplets on your knee and be like (laughs) maybe not well I mean look whatever happens happens I'll take it but that will be yeah but yeah maybe we'll revisit this one but that was interesting it is interesting and it is nice to just think about just for a moment so that when your partner says do you think you'll ever be happy <laughs> <laughs> you say no not with you yeah <laughs> i'm joking well thank you so much for listening to loose lips as always we love hanging out with you and of course it's robin richford and sophie brown if you hadn't got that already uh, but we'll be back on friday with extra lippy which is our bonus episode we certainly will and please keep subscribing and um, giving us any feedback there's loads of you guys listening so we love getting your extra lippy dilemmas but interact with us any way you want to we are available on the main instagram at the loose lips podcast or you can send an email to contact at createproductions.com or you could send it to contact at loose lips podcast.com <laughs> <That's> the- <laughs> oh, this is getting a bit silly now <laughs> I love you so you're the best you can also get us on our personal Instagrams which is Robin Richford with a Y and Sophie HL Brown but until next week have a brilliant few days and we'll see you soon ta Hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter that's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.